Do you want to know the beauty about sports? You're never fully satisfied. Whether your team goes winless or your team takes home the title, you'll always find something to be upset about. And that's why we are forever disappointed. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of FD Forever Disappointed. Today is Friday, February 5th. Coming back with a special episode today. Mike will get more into why it's a special episode in a little bit. But, um, you know, as always, we'll kick it off with our mental sports talk of the week. Yeah. Um, what, 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 what do you, what do you, what, what jumps out to you right now, Michael? Hmm. There's a lot to choose from. We won't talk about the big game yet. So yeah, we're going to get, we, we obviously the big elephant in the room is Super Bowl weekend. We got it. We'll get more to, we'll, we're going to cover the Super Bowl and everything about it uh, a little later on in the episode. Um, for me, Michael, first thing that I want to talk about is, is, is very dear to my heart. Um, I never thought I'd see the day that NCAA video games were announced that they are returning. And I, I shed a tear, actually. I when, did, too. Uh, growing up, when we grew up, they just they just robbed us, basically. They gave us a good thing in which the NCAA football games, and then they just, they just, they just took it away from us. But um, EA officially announced that they're relaunching the game. It's gonna take like two to three years, though. That's fine. That's enough time for me to get a PS Five. It's gonna say it gives me it gives me enough time to save money for a PS Five. Mm-hmm. Oh, hopefully the podcast pops off, and and that's how we buy our PS Fives. That would be dope. That would be lit. Um, no, but yeah, uh, I'm so happy that they're bringing the games back. Um, just like in general, I don't really care how much they cost either. If that game is a hundred dollars, I'm gonna pay a hundred dollars for it that makes me sound think, I, dumb i don't think they'll make it a hundred bucks this is i don't think so either this, this nca 14 oh we're drinking the same brand jebby look at us um but yeah that that was i wanted to say that right off the bat because i'm so excited that uh you know one of my favorite video games is finally coming back it feels good it does it does it does um another thing that we need to address is uh the the, the nba and the all-star game situation. So I, cor- I correct. Think, I don't think they should play. That's okay. Me. Well, correct me if I'm wrong here. Didn't at the beginning of the season, didn't they say that they weren't going to have an all-star break? Yeah. Like they were going to have a break, but there wasn't going to be an all-star weekend. So the guys would have more time to like recover and stuff. Right. Like, mm-hmm. am I crazy? No. So why, why are they now? De- why are they now deciding that there should be an all-star weekend? I have no idea. I think it has to do with like, money. Probably. Bunnies they, they don't have any – they barely have any fans going to the game, so they're not making any money off of ticket sales. Yeah. Probably good not. Luck, do- good luck telling them at All-Star Games they can't give each other high fives. Yeah, it's it's just like it's so weird, and like I don't I don't understand it at all. Um, I know De'Aaron Fox said that there should definitely not be a game. A lot of, I don't think – I think a lot of players like think that there shouldn't be a game. Well, they're just going to be sent to Atlanta for the All-Star game just to be in lockdown unless it's for the competition and for, or unless it's for the skills challenges and then the game. Yeah, I had heard the only skills challenges that they were going to do is the dunk contest and the three-point contest. Well, there's only three skills challenges. Well, they're not doing the actual skills challenge. Bam has to defend his title. He'll be a two-time defending champion now. Well, yeah, is that how that works? Yeah. <laughs> like no, the Raptors, back-to-back champs. No, because the season was actually played. Yeah, 
it's true. They were champs for a long time. They were. They were the longest champs. Well, no, they've had. We've had two, uh, uh, three peats, bro. Yeah, we've had three peats. They're the uh, longest single time defending champs. There you season. go. There you go. The longest single season defending champs with the Raptors. Um, another thing uh, around the NBA is Bradley Beal. I don't feel sorry for the guy. I, you can't save somebody who doesn't want to be saved. So if he wants to stay in Washington and lose for the rest of his career, then we should let him. But if he wants to be a part of the culture, then he needs to tell the Wizards he wants out. Yeah. I mean, in all fairness, they did beat us, they did beat us on Wednesday night. Yeah, whatever. I don't want to talk about that game. Everybody knows who the better team is. The Wizards aren't going anywhere, and they're not doing anything. I don't care how many point guards they sign. I just feel like he's being his talent is being wasted. Like, how are you going to lose ten games in a row where the guy scores forty plus points? I, I, don't I think he's going to realize sooner rather than later that, like, you know, his his prime is behind him, and that he he he's going to realize he he wasted the best years of his career in Washington. Like you said, I don't feel sorry for him now. No. Now, on, on I, to people I, I who want to be here. Last, I said that last week, and I'll say it again. I don't feel sorry for him. On to people who actually want to be here. Victor Oladipo, what's up? He's like the one guy who gets traded and says, I don't want to be here. Well, he said he, he had said when the Pacers were trading him that he wants to go to Miami, and then he said when he got to the Rockets that his plan is still to somehow get to Miami. Yeah, he's he's like, uh, well, at least I got traded, but like you guys sent me to the wrong place. Yeah, well, he has – he's a free agent after this year, so even if we don't trade for him, we could still sign for him. It's like the kid gets socks at Christmas, and he says, well, thank you for the gift, but this isn't what I wanted. I wanted I wanted a PS5 for Christmas, and you gave me socks, so. So I, I, guess, I guess we're both shit out of luck then. Yeah. I guess thank you for the gift, but no thank you because it wasn't what I wanted. Um, another uh, we, did you see Clay? Did you see Clay take a shot at Roddy Magruder while he was like announcing one of the games? Clay and Draymond. So okay, I didn't see the Draymond one. I know that now since Clay's been injured and stuff, they're letting him like be like their kind of sideline reporter, and mm-hmm. he's like at Warriors games like with like the local crew and stuff. Like he's like helping like give stats and stuff. So I think that's pretty funny actually. But um, I it, during a game. I guess Rodney Magruder got into it with some of the guys on the Warriors and they asked Clay what he what was happening down there and he said, I don't know, this guy's gonna be out of the league soon. He's probably just mad. Which was like a direct shot at Rodney Magruder. It was I think Draymond's first something to say. Draymond's basically saying like he's a nobody, he shouldn't be talking. Those guys those guys got I mean, listen, was it funny? Absolutely. Um, but like I feel like it's kind of unprofessional at the same time. It is. Like to say something like that. Draymond Draymond was useful in the pre-Durant years and now he's non-useful. I agree. Clay's injured. So those are like the last two guys in the Warriors that should be talking. I agree. Like if Steph wants to say something, that's fine. It's Steph. He could say whatever he wants, even Wiggins or or James Wiseman, but like I'll let Ubre say something sit, before. Yeah, sit down, Draymond. And Clay, you've been out of the game for too long. I don't want to hear you either. Yeah. It's just like it feels like it feels disrespectful. Cause like it is. I feel like I feel like the NBA, like 
I feel like everybody who's in the NBA deserves to be in the NBA and to say something like, oh, that guy's going to be out of the league soon. That's just like a personal shot. He wasn't happy about it either. He said, like, he said it was very, he thought it was very unprofessional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really was. Uh, I, I don't know. I think they should cut Clay off of, off of TV for a couple weeks, like suspend him from TV. Yeah. The best, the best guy they had for was when, uh, the big three used to be here, and then Wade would sometimes take games off, and he used to be like a little sideline reporter. He would take the he would take the the, the microphone from Jacks and just start interviewing people. Yeah, uh, yeah. We they should hire they should like give him that job. Like he should be he should be the new sideline reporter. Yeah, it's a good one. Just move Jacks to covering the games. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, oh, the Raiders are the Raiders have apparently uh, made calls uh, about Deshaun Watson. So, take that as you will. Um, I won't believe anything till it happens. Every team has made calls for Deshaun Watson. That's true. That's true. Listen, I'm just telling you what Bleacher Report tells me. And it was Ian Rappaport who reported it, so a little bit of credibility there. Anytime Ian or Schefter make the reports. I, I agree completely. It's like when it's like basically when Woj said something. Woj or Shams. Nah, just woes. Or you can never discredit Leroy. Leroy! Well, yeah, Leroy is a legend. Leroy Insider. Leroy Insider is a legend, though. Um, but, yeah, so the Raiders have apparently been in talks for a three-team trade revolving around Deshaun Watson. Um, I'm not going to get my hopes up. I don't really see three-team trades, multi-team trades happen in, um, in NFL. Yeah, that's why I think it'll be uh, interesting. Um, I think that, but I do think that if the Raiders can get Deshaun Watson, that it'll make us, oh, uh, like we're like an eight and eight team right now. I think that could easily catapult us to a ten and six, possibly twelve and fourteen. Possibly. Um. Well, I got a fun. I got a fun stat for you. Uh, there, there were f- the top five rated quarterbacks in the, of the regular season this year. Do you know who they are? Um, I'm gonna say Aaron. In no specific order, yes. Aaron is correct. Aaron, Deshaun. Yeah. Josh Allen. Yep. Mahomes. Yep. The only one off. Wow. Look at you. Mm, not Brady. Is it Brady? It is Brady. Okay. So what is easy. what is the common denominator with all of those guys except for Deshaun Watson? With Brady. Josh, um, Aaron, 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 yeah. The common denominator between those guys. I don't know. I mean, their their pocket their pocket presence. They all made it to the conference championship this year. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So do I think that if you put Deshaun Watson on a semi competent team that they can make a playoff run? Absolutely. It's a good. It's it's a good um analysis there I, I think so um but did, did you have anything else for sports talk before we get to the big the big chunk later obviously the super bowl and stuff i do have but i want to save it for my highs and lows all right so we'll save it we'll save it then all right okay well then i guess that that uh that caps it for sports talk for right now um go ahead and jump over to player of the week uh you want to go first or you want me to go first um I can go first. Okay, go ahead. I've said I don't feel sorry for the guy. 
But at the same time, I must respect what he's doing. So my player of the week will go to Bradley Beal. This week, this, these weeks of this last week, um, he's put up 26, 37, 37, and 32. The 32 is versus the, in the Heat win. And overall, he's averaging 36.7 points per game. I don't really need to look at the other stats as rebounds and assists to tell me what he's doing. I, all I can do is just look at and see it. Since last week, his, last, his low, lowest scoring game was 26, and that just tells me enough. He's a walking bucket, Michael. He is. But, but, but. Still don't feel bad for him. I still don't feel sorry for him. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I like that pick. That's a that's my boy. It's a Gator. I don't feel sorry, but I have to respect what he is doing right now. My player of the week, this is kind of a strange pick. I didn't really know who to go with. It's been a pretty bad sports week for me. I didn't really know who to pick. So I'm I'm picking Billy Football. That's a bold strategy to pick a player before the fight even begins. This is how confident I am in Billy Football. For those of you who do not know who Billy Football is, Billy Football is the intern of Pardon My Take uh, podcast. Why is Billy Football my player of the week? Because on Saturday or Sunday, Michael? It's Friday. Oh, it's on Friday. Okay, so on Friday, we record this on Thursday. On Friday, Billy Football will be taking on Jose Canseco in Barstool's Rough and Rowdy Super Brawl 3. I will be buying the fight. Michael will be buying the fight. I probably will also be buying the fight. I want to see Jose and Billy go at it. I am. Bold prediction here, Cotton. I am picking Billy Football to knock out Jose Canseco in the second round. So a good strategy. It's a nice, nice prediction. So I am not picking Billy Football as my player of the week because he has done something, but because of what he will do. It's a bold, strategy. It's a bold strategy to pick someone before they've even played. You, 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 when you find a winning horse, you, you got to run with him. You better hope he, he wins. I, he will. If, if, if he loses to Jose Canseco, he's fired. Jose's got like a good amount of poundage over him. Yeah, but he's old and slow. That is true. Um, speaking but yeah. Of, speaking of your boxing, um, Mayweather said he's going to fight both Paul, said he's down to fight both of the Paul brothers, even though he's fighting Logan soon. And he said he's even down to fight 50 Cent. Well, it doesn't surprise me that he's going to end up fighting the other Paul brother only because uh, McGregor wasn't game. So they'll probably just do another fight in like three months after the first one. Um, and the 50 Cent thing doesn't really surprise me either because they hate each other. That is true. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> so I don't know about – I'm firmly confident he can beat both of the Paul brothers. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he could beat 50. But 50 a big dude, bro. He is. But, I mean, at the same time, like, this is Mayweather's specialty. It's like putting up Jordan right now versus a college freshman. I still think Jordan can win, no doubt. It's just I feel uh, I feel like the same problem arises with every single play or with every single person who's going against Mayweather, and that's is, yeah, if you can hit him, you're going to knock him out. But you can't hit him. I, I don't think that nah, – no, I, I think that Mayweather would, like, even versus Jake, I think he just dominates Jake. I, I get that Jake's younger and probably bigger, but this is a boxing, this is a boxing legend you're talking about. Someone who's boxed for as long as they can walk, and yeah. I don't care, I don't care if he's forty and you're twenty-eight, but you've only had two years of experience compared to this man's forty years of experience. So there's no way you're touching him. I agree. Um, I, I think I think Floyd Mayweather will pretty much beat any amateur you put in front of him, and. I'm pretty sure that he could beat most pros you put in front of him right now. 
The only person you won't be is Billy Football. I'm just joking. Billy Football would lose. Billy Football would get his ass kicked. Yeah. No, but yeah, Mayweather would just that he's just they, doing it. For they should. Oh well, didn't the Paul brothers just join Barstool? Like, didn't they just go in on uh, on stool president with something? They should get Logan or they should get Jake to fight Billy Football when Mayweather fights Logan. Well, I listen to um. I listened to part of my take, and Billy's always said that he's down to fight Jake. Billy says he can beat Jake. Yeah, okay. He says he's fairly confident that he could take down Jake. You know who else was fairly confident? Nate Robinson. That's true. Uh, but, yeah, so that being said, uh, I think that's it for Player of the Week. Um, so we'll jump into highs and lows, and then we can get to the, the special part of this episode. Uh, you went first for Player of the Week, right? I did. Okay, so I'll go first for highs and lows. Um, my lows... Miami Heat. What the fuck are we doing on the basketball court, Michael? It's it's hard to watch. I mean, God, what? Why are we just? I don't understand what's. I like the, the most frustrating part is I do not know what's wrong with them. They're I, just not. They're just not playing hard basketball. No matter I, what, they have always played hard. I, I can't put it together to either put the piece of what's what's wrong with this team right now. You got we got we gotta switch up the lineups, we gotta switch up the matchups, we gotta switch up the way we do things because right now we're 13th in the east and I'm gonna fucking throw something through my TV if we start losing again. I mean, I, I don't know why Spo when Drogic and Bradley come back, he decides to take away all of Nunn's minutes. I agree. None can be a spark off the bench. I, I don't none had started playing good and then to have just all those minutes taken away and not even get one minute of action. I agree. Um, I think uh, the same thing uh, has to do with, you know, with Duncan and Tyler. Last night we were down by three with the ball with like five seconds left and Duncan's not even in the game. I'm like, who, who the fuck do you want to shoot the ball that's not named Duncan Robinson? I have no idea. So, yeah, I don't even want to get into it. I know Matthew's probably going to listen to this episode tomorrow and, and be like, yeah, yeah, fuck, fuck the Heat because they suck right now. Yes, I agree. We're all pissed off right now. My other lows, birds, Michael. Birds? Birds. Do you I get got picked my, up by birds? No. Okay, so I recently got my car back. I'll get into that in a little bit later. It's one of my highs, but I got my car back. And when I got my car back, they actually washed it for me. So I was happy because my car was all nice and clean. So I get home and I park in my apartment. I wake up to get in my car the next day. It's covered in bird shit. (laughs) So then I proceed to go get the car washed again. And I park out there, you know, just like not even under a tree this time. I just park in a random spot. And I wake up the next day. And once again, it's covered in bird shit. They hate you. I do not understand what did I do to these birds, Michael. I've always liked birds. I've always liked animals. I, I don't know why they hate me, but they are not happy right now. They hate you, Joey. Yeah, I, and PJ's like, you got to get your car washed. And I told him, I said, I just got it washed. I'm not getting it washed again. I refuse. I'm not paying for another car wash. It's just so the birds can take a dump on my windshield. Do you have a hose in your part, in your house? Not in my house, but there's one in the complex. Go to the wash your car in that one. That way you don't have to waste money just for it to get covered again. I know. I thought about that today. It's just very aggravating that these birds think they're better than me. Park somewhere else. Where? Around the block? Park like at the Don't park in the driveway. Like, oh, because you don't have driveways. Yeah, it's just a parking lot. Oh. 
Okay, you got to trap one, Joey. I got to trap one? What, do you, what am I? What am I, a hunter? Or you can have a little rocking chair with a BB gun and just sit there <laughs> all day and just wait. That's funny. That that might be a good idea. I might the just moment to... you, the moment you see one take a shit, you know exactly where it came from. So you just look up in the tree, and you just fire at that bastard. You heard it here first, folks. This is just war. Be, it's a BB gun though, so you don't kill him. Don't don't pump too much. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I, I won't use air. I won't use an air gun. I use a BB gun. Use a BB gun. I won't, have I'm... it like have the pellets like red dye, so you know exactly which one you hit. Yeah, yeah. And I'll only aim for the lower body. No headshots. Yeah, aim for, like, the leg. Yeah. Okay, and then my last, though, is finance. Um, to all those people that listen to this podcast, if you have yet to graduate college, if you're in college, even if you're going to take night classes, let me offer you this one piece of wisdom. Don't be a businessman. Not even that. Just, just don't take finance. Do not, if you can ever avoid it, take finance. Because you think you know how to do math and you think you know that you're you know, a smart person and this class just makes you feel so stupid. It's like one of those classes that's just like hard for being hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, like like the, the class is so hard that if you're a non-finance major, a D minus is a passing grade. Exactly. It's, I don't get it. Like that, I, I was watching a lecture today and I was about halfway through it and I had to pause, get up and like walk around the neighborhood and like walk around my apartment for a little bit because I, I was about to put my fist through my computer monitor. Do you have to take it for your major, Joey? I do. Mm. Yeah, it's, the, it's like my last uh, weed out class, basically. Mm. So I just got to get through this and be smooth sailing. I'll get through it. I always do. Um, but yeah, so those are my lows. Uh, my highs, first one's obvious. It's Super Bowl weekend. It's one of the greatest weekends of all time. I love the Super Bowl. It, 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 even if I don't care about the teams, even if, if, if it's just an excuse to like get with your friends, get drunk, and watch a football game. There's so many storylines too within each Super Bowl. And, and and the commercial like it's not it's not even like a normal football game where like you turn it off and and the commercials come on and you like you stop paying attention no you pay attention to the commercials too because they're hilarious um yeah and then the the halftime performance is always awesome it's just there's just like so much stuff centered around the Super Bowl that it, you know it, it gets me like gets me all gets me all happy um second high I got like I said before I got my car back it's running perfectly fine now. Hooray. Nice. Yeah. So um, I'm happy about that. Not happy about the birds shitting on my car right after I got it back. The birds and the bees, Joey. Give them some, put some bees in the area. Yeah. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a fucking iguana in the tree. That's a good one. Put a hawk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put, what, what is something that, does any, tweet me. What, what eats little birds? Just put a hawk. I'm going to put a cat. I'm going to get a cat. Cats kill birds, right? Yeah, just make sure your cat has claws in them. I'm going to make sure my cat can climb a fucking tree. Yeah, make sure, just make sure it has claws. All right. Good, good, good. All right. Here's Operation set, Get the Cat. Set little, like, like food pallets from the tree down to, like, your doorstep. <laughs> I can't believe we're conspiring against fucking birds right now. Or anytime you see them by your... Does your window right there, does it face by your car? It does. 
So anytime you see a bird, just pound on your window and make yourself look 10 times bigger. Okay. That's a good idea, actually. That's the nonviolent route. Open up the open up the curtains, pound on the door, pound on the window, make yourself look 10 times bigger than you actually are, and just start screaming in hopes that they just fly away. I gotta get my BB gun from home. Yeah. I'm gonna go get that. That's the, that's probably the better option. And then my last high for this week, uh, we talked about it before, but just thank you, Jesus, that you brought back NCAA football. I hope I can only pray that you allow them to put the past rosters so that we may play with our favorite teams like Lamar Jackson at Louisville or Jameis Winston at FSU or even Tim Tebow. You've already played with those guys, you lucky bastard. I know. But I want to go back. I want to go back to the time where I could play with Cam Newton on the Florida Gators. I've never played with with Lamar at all. You at least had the privilege of playing with Tebow and Jameis. You rat bastard. I'm sorry, Michael. Sorry, not sorry, actually. I could also be playing with Kyler, too. Oh, yeah, Kyler's cool. Same um, one. Just, it's just like if they if they put pass rosters on there, I just I, like like even if they put like three pass rosters for each school, I feel like that's not that much work for them, and it'll make the game that much better. Or they can just do all time grades from each team. That too, that'd be lit. Like you tell me, people wouldn't want to play with that. I would. The all time Bama team, the all time oh my god, the all time Bama team, team would rape people. The all time Canes team would be a good one too. That would be a really good one, except like they wouldn't have any players from the last two decades. That's fine. It'd be good. It's still a good team. <laughs> it's still a nasty team. That's how you know. Uh, but yeah, I'm done for highs and lows, Mike. So you can go ahead and uh, take your turn. My first low is the heat. But we went over that already. So I'm not going to bring up more about it. Uh, my second low is the cold weather. It's been really cold this week. Honestly, it's been really cold here too. It, it was like 25 here yesterday. But I like it. I, I just put some sweatpants on. I put a jacket on, a hat, and, you know, I'm, I'm chilling. I like it. You know, back home, I'm always sweating, bro. I've come to realize I think I'd rather be in a little hot environment than cold. My hands get really, really dry in this cold. <laughs> That's right. I always forget about your hands. My hands get really dry in this cold, and I have so many rashes from scratching on how dry and itchy it is. Stop I, scratching. Well, I constantly have to put moisturize. Well, it has to be stopped being cold. I also have the 9 a.m. exercise class. It's right out by the river. In um, in the cold. In the cold. On Monday, I pulled on a Monday I pulled up in long in sweatpants and a hoodie. She sent an email before saying it's gonna be cold, so like buckle up. So I was just standing there as soon as they got there, not even exercising yet. I was just standing there. You were I, was already, I was already shivering. I was already shivering. And then this one kid in my class where about to start says, Oh, let me go back to my car real quick and grab a hoodie. It's not as cold as that. He was it's colder than I thought it would be. And that man was just wearing a before that he was just wearing a beanie, regular t-shirt, and shorts. Where's this guy from? I don't know. He's probably from like New York, and he probably looked at you shivering over there and was like, "That guy's a pussy." Yeah. I mean, then after I, once we started like doing the exercise, I started warming up a bit, but it was still cold. <laughs> but yeah, this damn cold weather. I need gloves and chapstick probably, and then I think I should be good. Another low was today. Um, in the parking lot here, um, I went to the car and I saw, well, Matthew and Alec were waiting for me, but it was Alec's car and then our car. And then next to that car was a blue BMW 328i. Oh, you thought it was me? (laughs) 
I mean, I've seen the BMW, like same BMW two on campus before, but I was like, but he's never pulled up at North because I don't think he lives at North. So I was like, this is weird. What's that car? Like we sat like in, like away from everyone too is where we parked. So I'm like, what the hell? Like I was like, there's no way this is actually Joey, but eh. imagine they, they wouldn't let me in. That would be the problem. I'd get there. I'd do it. I'd get there and they wouldn't let me in. And the it's blue, but it's like a bit darker than yours. It's also okay. two doors. It's also two door. But I was uh, like, okay, okay, okay. But no, I, I like, saw I saw one on campus that looked exactly like mine today, and I was like, hey, look, PJ, somebody stole my car. Yeah, I was like, oh look, it's Joey's car. I mean, I didn't think it was you, but still. What would you do if you pull up and it's actually me? I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. I would have been happy. <laughs> um, I also have one more low, but also like connects to my high, and it's that this Sunday is going to be the last NFL day for a while. No more waking up at 12 o'clock on Sundays. Set your fantasy lineup. Just to set your lineup and then start watching games all day. It has been a great time. This is this time of year is always a bittersweet moment, Michael, because it's the culmination of all of the, all of the things we've seen over the course of, 20 plus weeks of football but at the same time it's also the end but with the end becomes a new beginning michael it's the same thing with um college with the the college national championship with the end becomes a new beginning and we get to see the nfl draft it is that's true but yeah that's a low so today's the last sun this sunday's the last sunday of nfl it is but then that connects to my high of may they rest in sunday, peace. this that that connects to the high of this sunday super bowl sunday Go Chiefs. Go, um, Go Bucks. Another high. The NCAA is bringing, coming back with NCAA football. I hope they bring back the other games too. But a big screw you to Ed O'Bannon. He thought he could hold back our dreams forever. I want to meet Ed O'Bannon just so I can ask him why he hated us. All because he said, hey, NCAA sports came out with a game of college basketball and college sports. And they have someone with my number here. Well, I'm assuming it's going to be me. And I'm not getting paid. So, you know what? I'm going to sue them. And I'm going to win. And I'm going to take away everyone's dreams. No longer, Ed O'Bannon. No longer. Screw you, bud. Screw you. How does it feel now? I hope it was worth it. I hope you don't get paid. I hope you never get paid. I will say I had to read on it, though, because I did get a little worried when I saw that EA Sports was naming the game EA Sports College Football. I said, Ooh. oh, no. I said, this is how they're going to get us. But they said they're working on getting the licensing and everything. Wait, okay. So let me ask you this. Are they are the, the players in the game going to have names now? I don't know. They said hopefully by the time the game comes out that they'll be able to get all like, the intent laws and all those rules. Like what they do with 2K and stuff, right? Of image for likeness. But they said they're first going to be working on the schools and the mascots. Which well, I know EA already has license for 10 schools, the, the ones that they put yeah. in, in, in Madden. Yeah. So, Either I mean, way, I it shouldn't be too hard for them. I don't give a fuck if I can't play with the same players who are there currently. As long as I get to play with the actual schools, because you're know in Dynasty mode after like four seasons, that's it. It's a brand new team. And you're still going to play it regardless of who those players are. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it would be nice, though, to play with Lamar Jackson, though. They can, they can keep the players in the NFL, like the historic players from past. That's fine. And if you don't want to put the current players, that's fine by me too. Just give me the schools. Just, just give me the schools so I can whoop Kentucky's ass. Fuck Kentucky. 
Um, oh, they're also losing really lot, so that's another high. Yeah, that's another high. Oh, hello. Louisville basketball is canceled is on suspension again because of COVID. FSU too. Yeah. We got another player test positive. You guys are just the worst. Yeah. You, you see, that's why our team, our team is disciplined. They don't get COVID. No. They don't go out and party. Your football team does, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and how did that turn out, Joey? You, Michael. How did your football team turn out? Oh, I know. I know we're not made for college football playoffs. Or big bowl games yet. Um, another high, the Florida Panthers are keep on rolling. We're 5-0-1. I saw they got another They got another overtime point, and they got the dub the other day. Good job, boys. Keep skating. We've picked up a point in every game. 11 points in six games so far. Best That's crazy. It's uh, great. Where's that? Are we top of the Are we top of the uh, Atlantic right now? It's not Atlantic. I forgot like what they named the divisions, but we are top of the division right now. It's not Atlantic. No, they they compressed it because of COVID. Oh, they did. Okay, then I don't know. Yeah, like the whole Canada the whole Canada teams are just one division too. That make oh so like Canada's only playing the Canadian teams. Well, no, they play the other teams as well, but like that's uh, one of the divisions. Canada. <laughs> that's funny. But uh, or maybe they do just play divisions. I don't know, but I know they they changed around the divisions this year, for this season, and my final high. I talked about it last week. When I said our team has not made any acquisitions, and we've always talked about trading for this one certain player every year, and I won't believe it until it happens. And what do you know? That same night, after I said that. St. Louis Cardinals go ahead and trade for Nolan Arenado. And we gave them jack shit. We got Nolan Arenado and $50 million to help pay for his salary. And all we gave up was a left-handed pitcher, Austin Gomer. That $50 million will also help you to give Yachty more money. I'm pretty sure yeah. he's still holding out. That's true. But we gave up Austin Gomer, left-handed pitcher, who's played for four seasons in the big leagues. And we gave up three prospects. And our high, they, they were very high prospects. Not really. Our highest one was ranked nine. Mm-hmm. That we gave up. So really? we nine in the MLB or nine in your like nine, nine in the organization. Oh really? We oh, robbed them. We, the we robbed them. Stupid. Why are the Rockies so stupid? <laughs> uh, I they basically fell for the same thing that the Rams did with Goff and is is Bill Stafford. O'Brien is Bill O'Brien the GM of of the Rockies now? I don't know, but we have sounds like a Bill O'Brien trade. We have Nolan Arenado now, and I'm finally happy. So we have our corners covered. You're not getting a ball past the fucking corner with Goldie and Arenado. Good luck. And I would say we would have the best defensive infield. But, but Colton Wong's gone. We never signed Colton Wong, and he resigned with – or he didn't resign. He signed with the Brewers. But I, we still have the best infield in the big leagues. I am that confident. And I believe with the way that Central is running now, after a couple seasons of being one of the top divisions to now being one of the – Less competitive divisions. I think that St. Louis is one of the front is the front runner for the NL Central. If you have Goldie and Arenado and Flirty, you have to be like the top for that division in the Central. Yeah, can in the Central. Yeah, that's what I said. In the Central. Not, still, not, not, still, not the still can't city. still can't hold a cup of coffee to the Braves, but that's okay. You guys beat you last time in the playoffs. Don't forget that, Joey. Yeah, and then we took your best hitter, and then we we win and won in the playoffs. That's fine. But who 
last time we played together in the playoffs. Who won, Joey? That's what I thought. Whatever. All right, but that is Nolan Arenado. Finally happy. We finally traded for him. It's been like three or four seasons of me just seeing that we're looking at him. And then we finally draft. We finally traded for him. So if you guys is, are uh, you guys are like window shoppers. We are. And I think we are like we're close to re-signing Yadi already. But he's playing the Caribbean series right now too. So that may be holding him back from actually signing. We'll see. I didn't even know that was going on right now. Yeah, I've been seeing it. And he was also Yadi's also posting it on Instagram. So makes sense. But anyway, that will be my highs and lows of the week. All right, cool. So now we can get into that special part of the episode we talked to you guys about. So now that we got all of our normal stuff out of the way, this rest of this episode is going to be completely dedicated to our Super Bowl breakdown, what we think is going to happen, who we think is going to pop up, what we think the score is going to be. And then at the very end, me and Mike are going to give you guys our top three Super Bowl moments. Of all time. Of all time. And by all time, we mean since we were born, basically. All right, no, one of mine is – I. Oh yeah, you know about that one. Like, I'm pretty sure like a lot of people know about that one. Like, like obviously we're not gonna pull shit out from the '70s because probably just never heard of it. No. Um, but with that being said, let's just dive on in. You guys already know what I think is gonna happen. I think the Bucks are gonna win. I think the Bucks are gonna win 35 to 31. Is that math? I said I I said the Chiefs 35 24. Mike's got Chiefs 35 24. I think he's I think he's dumb for for thinking against me again after I predicted who's going to be here. I think he should be bowing down and betting on whatever I tell him is going to happen. But I'm for Mahomes. You can root for Mahomes all you want. It's not going to happen. Tom Brady is not going to let it happen. We'll see. Like I said, who who does Carlton Davis cover? He can't guard he can't guard Tyreek and then he can't guard He's not covering anybody because they he's, got their starters back. He's going to have to guard someone. He's not going to guard whatever, anybody. Whatever he's guarding Clyde, the running back. Clyde will have a field day with Carlton. Yeah, but Clyde's only been in the league for a year. So Mahomes isn't just going to go Clyde, 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 Clyde. And that's fine. Le'Veon will have a field day with Carlton. Oh, God. Whatever side Carlton's on. You put him with Tyreek side, guess what? Um, Travis covering Tyreek, bro. Put him on over Travis, this. Even if you put him on Travis's side. Travis he's too side. small to cover Kelsey. They would never put him on him. We'll see. we'll see. Whatever. Okay, so um, that's that. That's the the basics out of the way. Who do you think? Who do you think is gonna have the the breakout game, Michael? Who's gonna lead? Who's gonna be the guy? Obviously, the obvious picks: Brady and Mahomes. Are they're gonna play great? Who do you think is gonna be like the difference maker? I'm gonna go Kelsey. Think Kelsey's gonna be the guy? I'm, like, I'm gonna say Kelsey's the guy. I think that Mike Evans is going to be the guy. I think for a couple of weeks already. I think Mike Evans is going to have two plus touchdowns this week. Okay. I, and, and the reason I say that is because I thought Gronk was going to be the difference and not, not, this is not, you know, ranking on him or Brady because they were trying to get, they were trying to get connected, but you could tell Gronk's lost a step. And, you know, some of Brady's throws weren't where they needed to be, and, and they couldn't really connect in the end zone. But you know where the connection was solid every time? My dog, Mike Evans. Just throw the ball up. He's going to go get it. I promise. For the Chiefs, I will say it's going to be Kelsey on offense and the Honey Badger on defense. Oh, the Honey Badger this, the Honey Badger that. He's yeah. – fuck him. Fuck him. No, 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 no. I'm telling you. 
Uh, Antoine Whitfield is coming back for the Bucks at safety, so that's huge for them. They were playing – they played last week, the second half of last week with two backup safeties, and they still won the game. Um, so I think that there's going to be – I think there's going to be at least three turnovers in this game. Fair prediction. I think that um, not only has uh, the Bucks defense been playing like lights out in the playoffs, but the Chiefs defense, uh, you watch it. Brady's had some miscommunication moments in this playoff run where he's just thrown like fucking moon balls up and, and they've gotten intercepted. So uh, don't, don't be surprised if an easy one comes up here for the, for the, the Chiefs. But I think the Bucks defense is going to really step up especially their linebackers. Their linebackers are crazy. I do like Levante and Devin. No. Devin White, for, for how young he is, bro, he's a, he's a ball hawk, dude. He is all over the field. He's good. And they have veteran D linemen, Jason Pierre-Paul, Ndamukong and Sue. They do. And the left tackle for Kansas City is out. Yeah, so watch for that. I'm telling you, this is looking like a perfect storm for Tampa Bay's defense. They just got to – be able to get to Mahomes. If they can get to Mahomes and frustrate him a little bit, they it's going to be a ball game. The left tackle is out once again. And the last time the the Buccaneers played, a team was at their left tackle was when they played the Packers in championship week without David Bakhtiari. And Jason Pierre-Paul had a field day. Jason Pierre-Paul is going to have a field day. You can't put a fucking – can't put a schmuck in but, front of Jason Pierre-Paul. But according to Pro Football Focus, the highest quarter – the Quarterback with the best QBR versus the blitz or under pressure is playing on Sunday. His name Mahomes. is Patrick Mahomes. I get that. That I, I understand that stat, but that, that stat should not deter you from from blitzing. Like that you should not see that stat and say, okay, now let's just sit back. Oh no, I'm not saying they should step back and, and not blitz. Don't be scared. I'm just saying. You got like, good rushing. Just get to him. I'm just saying you're gonna bring the blitz, but oh, he's gonna be Mahomes, ready for it. Mahomes is gonna be ready for it, and Mahomes is gonna beat you with the blitz. He'll, he'll probably get sacked a couple times, but I think he'll still beat you, with the blitz. Yeah, probably. But listen, whatever happens, happens. It's gonna be a really, really good game, though. Um, what, what, what else about this game can we talk about? Okay. Oh, I, I know you said the Bucks are gonna win, but I want to hear what you think. The Chiefs can do to win this game. What can the Chiefs do to win this game? Um, honestly, Mike, I think it comes down to. I think it comes as as bad as I like, I don't want to say this. I think it comes down to their defense. Their defense can can come up with turnovers and create short fields, or even their special teams. Their special teams can be huge here. Miko Hardman is a is a, a bullet out of a cannon when he catches a, a return. He's a bullet out of a gun, a bullet out of a cannon. That just sounds terrible. He's a bullet out of a gun when he catches these returns. So if, if he can get these returns out to the 35, to the 40, if the defense can get stops and, and you know, get them the ball to start on their own 35, on their own 30, or get turnovers and create short fields, Patrick Mahomes is going to have an easy day. If the I really do think that special teams is going to play a huge, huge part in this game. And the problem with that is, is that the Bucs are like the second worst special teams team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Football is all about field position. If you can flip the field or you can create short fields, that's how you win football games. So I think that if the Buck or if the the Chiefs want to win this game, not only are they going to have to make Brady make mistakes because Brady's made mistakes and still won football games, they're going to have to create short fields and quick scoring opportunities for their offense. Okay. In all fairness, who do you think? I know we joke about him. Who do you think 
they put Carlton Davis to cover it. It's, Honestly, they it's, probably, it's, I, I really think it's a mismatch no matter what because you have you have Tyreek, you have Kelsey, you have Watkins, you have Hardman. I think the, it's it's going to be a combination of they're pro- they're probably going to try and match him up against Nicole and um and Watkins, but don't be surprised if they put him on Tyreek just because of his speed. Um, we make fun of him a lot, but he's actually pretty fast. So if they think Tyreek's going to go deep on a play, um, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if, if they put him there. So to see if he can match speed. Obviously, we know nobody can match his speed, but make the window tight enough to where Patrick won't want to throw it. Do, if they put him anywhere near Travis Kelsey, they're asking to lose the football game. Yeah. The dude is just too big. Like, there's just going to be no chance. They got to use a combination of linebackers and safeties on Travis Kelsey. And that probably still won't even work. The guy's a freak. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'll flip the question over to you then. Who do you? What do you think the Bucks have to do to win this game? You got to limit the big plays. It's. I think it just comes down to that because I, I do think the Buccaneers' offense, they're, they're not going to get shut out. They're going to be scoring points. And we obviously said the only way to beat the Chiefs is to score more than that, score more than them. And then – so, yeah, I just think you have to limit the big plays. If they beat you with – Five, six yard, six yard gains. Let them. I agree. We all know the we all, we all know the Chiefs. They, they no, need those no eighty big, yard bombs. They don't need those big plays to beat you, but you know they love going to big plays whenever they feel they can they can make one happen. And if you see if you see Tyreek Hill with the ball in open space, you got to push him back towards the middle of the field where your backup is. You have to gang tackle this dude. He's fast as shit for a reason. Do not let him cross the field. If he crosses the field, he's gone. Yeah. But I, I, I just think it's – I just think they have to just limit the big plays. I agree. Um, those, you know, those big passes over the top to Kelsey, those streak routes down the sideline to Tyree, they got to limit – if they can limit those plays, those are momentum shifters. Those are game-changing plays. If they can limit those plays, they got a shot. They got a shot. Because we all know that the Chiefs can – they can score and they can just – they can drive down the field to five-yard plays every game, and that's fine. And they don't need the big plays, but they love going to big plays here and there. And if you can just stop big plays, that's going to help you out. What do you think about playoff Lenny? Playoff Lenny? It's going to be interesting. I think he may have a good game. I think that if he comes out of the gate, you know, getting kind of stuffed, not hitting the holes right, you know, getting one or two yards a clip, I don't – they should they should then – they, if they want to work Ronald Jones into the game, they have to work him into the game early. He has to get warmed up. So I think that I think that you start Leonard because Leonard's had a great game or a great playoff run. Um, but if you know if, if the running game isn't getting you anywhere and you and you go three and out, I think you got to look to use Ronald Jones a little bit, not only as a, a like a runner, but you know put him outside, let him catch a couple balls too. Yeah, this game's going to be all I, I about think- adapting. I think both teams will use their running – will use everyone as a, in the catching situations. I don't think they're just going yeah, to – Yeah, but Fournette had like three drops last game, dude. No, that that is true. He was dropping ball like, like that. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I, I think I, – I, I think it's going to be one of the better Super Bowls we've seen in a while. And last year was pretty crazy. I think this one's going to be going to be a really, really good game. Are, are you going to take the over, Joey? What's the What's the number? I think it's like 52 and a half. What I said, yeah. If I think the game's going to be 35 31, so yeah, I'll take the over. I think the over would be good too. The over is always a good take. Yeah. 
Um, but with, with that being with that being said, um, I'm trying to think. What, do Do you have any other questions about this game? Super Bowl MVP. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Okay, MVP. Uh, should we give one for each team? Yeah, I guess you can give one for each team. I think if the Bucks win, I think that Mike Evans is gonna get the MVP. But I think okay. if the Chiefs win, no matter what, it's gonna be Patty. I think for the Chiefs, it's gonna be Patty, and I think at the Bucks, it's gonna be Brady. Ah, you're picking the easy picks. They'll give it to Brady. You think so? I don't <laughs> know. If Mike Evans has like a hundred yards and or a hundred a hundred and change and two touchdowns, I think he gets it. If it's high scoring, it'll be Brady. Because if not, it's if it's we know it's not going to be low scoring. But the only time I haven't seen Brady win was that one versus the Rams where they gave it to Edelman. And I want to say right now that if Antonio Brown is 100% going into this game, the Chiefs are in trouble. Because you cannot cover Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown all at the same time. Yeah. Somebody, somebody's going to be open. That's a good point. And they got the GOAT back there throwing the ball. That's a good point. So, if yeah, I'm going to say that right now. If I think Antonio Brown is healthy, I, I, I have a very tough time seeing the Chiefs stop that, that offense. Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs are going to be healthy, too, with Watkins and Hardman coming back, so. That's true. That's true. No, I mean, there's going to be – that's why the overs are going to be – it's going to be an offensive-ass game. I think who, all you need is just one stop, and you're going to win this game. It's possible that that's what that turns into. Um, that's what that turns into. If you – okay, so if you're the Bucks and you win the toss, do you kick or do you take the ball? I kick. Uh, yeah, I kick too. I, I always defer. Unless it's overtime, I always defer. Yeah, you're here first, defer. Watch, watch them take the ball and be like, yeah, we're not scared of you guys. It really might just come down to one – every team scores in their possession, but one team gets a you know, one team gets a field goal and the other team gets touchdowns in every possession. 35-31? It really just could come down to like that. But who knows? We shall see. We shall see. Um, I can't think of anything else that we haven't covered in this about this game. Uh, oh, the coaches. We haven't talked about the coaches at all. Uh, Andy Reid trying to win – Back-to-back Super Bowls, that doesn't happen very often. No. Um, and I'm pretty sure that this is Bruce Arians' first trip to the Super Bowl, right, as a head coach? I know he won one as a as an assistant. Yeah, he never made it with Arizona to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they were close. Yeah. Um, so, uh, good luck to him, obviously. I they said I was, I was watching the last game, and they said that Bruce Arians has let Tom Brady coach, like be a coach on the field rather than just a player. And they said that he didn't really get to do that in New England. So that the their relationship has really like you know blossomed because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we know Andy Reid and, and Patrick Mahomes are like fucking glue. Uh, good luck outsmarting and out coaching Andy Reid and his big balls. He does. I, I was gonna say, don't be surprised if you know the the Chiefs come out early and they come out aggressive because you know Andy Reid has has been dragging his nuts across the floor since for like two years now. Yeah, I mean, don't be surprised too with, with Tampa. Tampa, they've gone for I think fourteen times on fourth down this season. That's the yeah. most by any team. The, the, both of these coaches are going to let this shit hang loose. They 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 both think they have the best team in the in the world right now, and they're going out to prove it. So I think it's it's going to be a a tough game, and I think it's going to be a really fun game to watch. It's going to be a good pissing contest by the coaches. Whipping their dicks out from um. um the other guys when he says shake your dicks pissing contest is over with the with that being said i think we can jump into our our top three super bowl moments unless yeah. you have something else no I'm, I'm good with mine all right cool 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 um 
Uh, Michael, you went thinking... first last time. Oh, so I did. Okay. You went first. You went first with highs and lows. You're right. So you're you right. can't say this one first. My first top Super Bowl moment is going to be the helmet catch from Eli Manning to David Tyree. On third down, with less than a minute left, Eli drops back. How he manages to not go down, I have no idea. He had his jersey tugged and pulled the entire time he dropped back. Passed, he walked, he ran, he moved past the defense, the lineman while getting his jersey grabbed, found one split second where his jersey was free, and he throws it. And David Tyree grabs up, catches it, and he just defies the laws of physics. He just, he just grabs it and he just puts it on his helmet so no one can touch him. So no one can try to knock the ball out of his hand. That is one of the top Super Bowl play, one of the top Super Bowl moments I've seen in my life. And then they go on to the game and Eli throws a touchdown to Plaxico Burrs and ruin the Patriots' perfect season. Fuck him. Fuck him. Um, that, for as long as I can remember, that has been like, the the oldest Super Bowl memory that I can think back to was that that play and then the the preceding drive where they beat the Patriots. I remember exactly where I was, where I was watching it. I when I I will forever be able to say I know exactly what happened when the Patriots lost their perfect season. It was great. I mean, just the whole thing. Just even just forget about the catch. Just the fact that Eli stays up and doesn't get sacked. Like, and, then, and then David Tyree defying the laws of physics. Like, it's Eli Manning. It's not Big Ben. I'm not kidding, by the way. He Like, sports science said he actually defied the laws of physics when he put it against his helmet. Yeah, it's, it's unreal. I mean, those are back in the days, too, when the Super Bowl won, and they were, they were going to the MVP to say, you just won the Super Bowl, that they had the whole Disney Wish Upon a Star song. What are you, you going to do now? Go to Disney World! And when they played, <laughs> and when they played that song... The one play they showed during that song was the helmet catch to David Tyree. It was beautiful. Legendary. That is my number one. That's one of my Super Bowl moments. You can go with your first, Joey. My number one Super Bowl moment. These are no like particular order, by the way. These are just like mine. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this one so you can't take it. Because this one is you probably wouldn't take it now that I think about it. But this one to me is the most clutch Super Bowl play. Antonio Holmes and the little tippy toe tap in the corner of the end zone, full extension, both feet down, to sadly beat the Cardinals in the in in the Super Bowl. Michael, I was cheering for the Cardinals. I am a huge life for Sheriff fan, but that play was insanity. It is a great play. Larry deserves a ring, man. Larry does deserve a ring. If anybody deserves a ring, it's Larry Legend. But that is. Still to this day, one of the most impressive catches I've ever seen, and no less it happened to win them a Super Bowl. More impressive than David Tyree, Joey? Oh, man. I, I want to say uh, I say no only because David Tyree defied the laws of physics. I mean, if you're going to go with that game, too, you can't forget Larry Fitzgerald's, like, 70-yard touchdown catch either. Yeah, you also can't forget James, right up the middle. James Harrison's 99-yard uh, pick six. pick six. That game was insanity. It was. It's no. It still hurts. I know it does. But yes. So that's my pick. The San Antonio Holmes catch in the corner of the end zone. That one hurts. My uh, second one. And unfortunately, 
least both both these two plays that I said so far going against the Patriots. But sorry to you Patriots fans. I, I'm happy. My second play goes to Big Dick Nick in the Philly special. The Philly special! The fourth and goal up by three. You just saw in the last drive before that. It was three years ago today, by the way. Beautiful. You just saw before on the last drive that Brady on fourth down decided to throw to him and Mr. Butterfingers can't catch. Wide open. You can't catch Mr. Butterfingers. He's he's only good at one thing, throwing the ball. We'll say, we'll we'll throw it back at you. We'll, We'll run almost the same play. You just try to throw it us and we'll make it work. And what do they do? They made it work for a touchdown. My, uh, can I ask you a question? Do you know? Do you know who threw that ball? No. Trey Burton. Trey Burton. You know where Trey Burton went to college? Where Florida? The University of Florida. You know what position he played? Wide receiver. Quarterback. Quarterback. Okay. He played quarterback for two years, and when he got to the league, they turned him into a tight end, and he's still in the league. That was. I remember what that's one of those plays also where you just sit down and you know where you were. Yeah. I remember where I was watching that game and I remember where I was watching that play. Shocked. Yeah, I remember where I was. That was hilarious. But yes, uh, don't worry, Patriots fans. Michael's been ragging on y'all, but I got you. Uh, my next pick, one of the most, one of the plays that I, I don't think anybody saw coming, I think. This was a play that happened while nobody was watching because they were too busy crying because they thought they lost. Obviously, I'm talking about the Malcolm Butler interception on the goal line. Okay. I was watching this game with Nick. For those of you who don't know, Nick's my cousin. He's a huge Patriots fan. Well, he's actually a Tom Brady fan, but at the time he was a Patriots fan. So Nick, obviously distraught at the fact that the Seahawks are on the one-yard line about to score and win the game, walked away to his mom's room he was so sad and then everybody started screaming when Malcolm Butler picked the ball off because for some god knows what reason they didn't hand the ball off to Marshawn and he came back out and started crying because they intercepted the ball I was very upset I was cheering for the Seahawks but there you go Patriots fans I was going for the Seahawks I think because I hate the Patriots but I also hate the Seahawks too so I guess I'm kind of glad that the Seahawks lost I was going for the Seahawks. Because the dynasty and their yeah. boom era. I was, I was cheering for the dynasty. Fuck them. Fuck them. My third play, well, I had a lot of like moments to go through. Like As I was trying to figure out this third play, I have obviously the Dolphins winning to go seven, to go perfect season, 17-0 and 72. Mm-hmm. I had another one, which obviously you are going to write, say down in your next Yeah, I did. And then, so there's many moments to choose from. Mine is going to be a yard short. A yard short. The Titans-Rams game in the Super Bowl. Titans are driving. They're down 23 to 16, down by seven. Driving in the fourth quarter, less than a minute left. Steve McNair throws a pass to Steve Dyson. And Dyson gets tackled at the three. Extends his extends his arm out and gets tackled. Then the ball goes down. He's down at the one, and there's no time left. It was the final play of the game. Damn. They finished one yard short of potentially scoring and putting the game to overtime. Rip. The Rams ended up going winning 23-16. I think that was Kurt Warner playing that year, too. It was. It was when he yeah. won the Super Bowl with the Rams. So that, that is another top moment, to be legit one yard short. 
That's gonna hurt like your soul. It must. It must. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Yeah. My last one is actually kind of a personal pick because, you know, back in the day, I didn't really watch football all that much, but I knew my mom was from Chicago and all her brothers were Bears fans, so I would cheer for the Bears. I still cheer for the Bears. I like the Bears. But when they played against the Colts in the Super Bowl, I remember I just got into my cousin's house as soon as the kickoff happened, so I was sitting there watching the TV, and Devin Hester opens the game with a touchdown return for a touchdown – or a kickoff return for a touchdown. I thought that that was so cool. Even though they went on to lose the game, which was so sad, but just to start off a game, a Super Bowl game like that, like I think that's like the craziest that's a, thing. Yeah, that's electric. It's just like that, like that should that should hype up an entire stadium. Like that, that's like something that like, you know, is a crazy momentum shift. So that that is one of my favorite plays I've ever witnessed in a Super Bowl. Close second was the Percy Harvin one at halftime. Okay. Uh, against the the Broncos, I fucking love that play too. Devin Hester. Best return man in the NFL. No. Yes. No. It's from the U. Dion. No. Devin Hester. Devin has the most return for touchdowns. But there's yeah. so many to choose from. You have the Broncos Seahawks. First play from scrimmage. Safety. When the ball goes over Peyton's head. And that was one of the top that was the top offense that year too. And they got completely worked. They did. And then you also have couple years later with the Broncos back in it and Mr. Cam Newton, who decides not to go and recover that football. They were going to lose that game anyway, but yes, he should have jumped on the football. There's so many just like moments in the Super Bowl that are great moments. That's why it's one of the best, it's probably the best sports game. One of the best championship games. I'll throw it up there with the finals. Yeah, I agree. Just I love with the Super Bowl. Matt, and I always will. Finals, it's Basketball is my favorite sport, so yeah, I don't. I, I have to keep basketball at number one. I love the Super Bowl, and I always will. Yeah, but um, I, I think another Super Bowl moment last year: Chiefs down twenty to ten, go on to win the Super Bowl in the fourth. Quarter. I kind of saw that coming though. Like as soon as I saw them start losing, I was like, uh oh. So if, if you activate this, activate Power Rangers mode, if you see the Chiefs losing, are you? gonna be worried at all oh absolutely if the chiefs are down like like something stupid like 21 to 3 or like 21 to 7 or some shit i'm gonna be like oh fuck this isn't good all right what if the score is 29 to 3 and the chiefs end up winning and beating winning the game and then they break the record for most points come back by be funny like how, how would you even write that up i would honestly i would like i would just look at the tv and go no shit. I was like, I, I would, I would just be like, wow, okay. Um, did anybody else see that? Like down twenty nine to three, thirty to three. They end up tying it, forcing overtime, and winning in overtime. Like you just beat Brady and the Patriots record for like largest deficit comeback by. I would like the first thing I would look for is Brady's face. Yeah. But um, yeah. I think that's. I, I think we're. I think that's about it, right? That's all we had for this episode. I believe so. We'll be right. back next week with a post Super Bowl episode. Yeah. Um. Actually, I'm not gonna say the thing. I know you guys want me to say the thing. I'm not gonna say the thing because you should be disappointed this weekend because it's the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll be disappointed next week when there's no more football. Exactly. We'll be we'll be extra disappointed next week to make up for this one. Yeah. But uh, we'll see you guys next week. Take care, guys.